Good morning, everyone. And a very warm welcome to worship with Paisley St George's. There are a fair number of intimations this morning. Firstly, as we know, the restrictions around COVID are easing, and so there will be changes in the way we worship in the next few weeks. From this morning, we are now able to sing with masks on. And I would ask that you please leave the hymn books in the pews when you leave the church. At the moment, the distancing at Cossyside will remain at two metres. And we're hoping that the church halls will soon be able to open. Now, we all know that it's been really difficult for the members of St George's to get to know one another since the union. So next Sunday, we're holding the big picnic at the outreach centre. We will worship there at 11am and then enjoy a bring your own food picnic in the grounds. So there will be no service of worship here in St George's Cossey Side next Sunday, the 1st of August. We worship in St George's Outreach Centre at 11am. The first edition of Paisley St George's magazine, News from the Pews, will be collated and distributed early next month. If any individual or organisation would like to contribute something to share with the congregation, please email the Ed Irene Gemmel no later than today. So get busy if you've not already got your wee bit in the magazine and I need to remember to proofread and send mine. This year we are going to hold the Green, Fig Green Fingers and Wooden Spoon show online. So what we're looking for is a photograph of a flower, a pot plant, fruit, a floral arrangement, something that you've sewn, knitted, a cross stitch, a painting, something you've baked, a fruit loaf, a Victoria sponge, a pot of jam or chutney. And I know that folk have been making jam recently, so send the photographs in. Children, if they send a photograph of a drawing of a flower, fruit or craft, or as I said last week, a miniature garden and a seed tray would be wonderful. And I also said that mummies and daddies would just love me for that one. <laughs> the photos should be emailed to flowersandcrafts2021 at gmail.com by the evening of Friday the 20th of August. So you've got more than three weeks and they'll then be posted on the church Facebook page for all to see. If you know of anyone who'd benefit from receiving the flowers that grace our church Sunday by Sunday, would you please let a member of the flower committee know? And finally, it is with sadness that I intimate the death of one of our members, Christine Hanna, on Wednesday of this of the week past. I would ask that you would please keep Christine's husband, Jim, and the family in your prayers in the days and weeks to come. These are all the intimations. The psalmist says, the Lord is faithful in all his words and gracious in all his deeds. The Lord upholds all who are falling and raises up all who are bowed down. The Lord is just in all his ways and kind in all his doings. The Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. Let's worship God in hymn 120. God, we praise you. We stand to sing with masks on hymn 120. God, we praise you.
How good was that? <laughs> oh. Let's come to God in prayer. Living God, we come before you as we are, longing for reassurance and hope. We come as the people made in your image. Saviour of the world, we come as a great crowd, hungry to feed off your every word. We come as the people called to follow you. Holy Spirit of God, we come alone of our own free will, wanting to serve you in our daily lives. We come as the people soon to leave this place. Lord, we come as a community of hope to hear your words of encouragement. We come as a community in need to receive your healing. We come as a community of faith to receive your abundance. We come as a community ready to receive your word. We come as your community, willing to share all we have in your name. We say this, Lord, and yet with our time and with our money, when we have been blessed with so much, forgive us, Lord, when we have not been generous. In helping others and being hospitable, when we could have gone the extra mile and shared what we have in using our resources, gifts and talents. Forgive us, Lord, when we have not been generous. Most generous God, help us to be more like you. Gracious God, you forgive us when we make mistakes, when we have not shared what you have given us. And we come to you knowing that we are healed and forgiven and given a second chance to be the people you call us to be. And so hear us now as we pray together in the words you taught, praying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever. Amen. Our readings this morning will be read for us by Stephen. Good morning. I'll just say... Wasn't it wonderful to hear the whole congregation singing? Although I don't think my singing personally added to the quality. Um, our first reading this morning from the Old Testament is from 2 Kings chapter 4, reading verse 42 to 44. A man came from Baal Shisha, bringing the man of God some of the new season's bread, 20 barley loaves and fresh ripe ears of grain. Elisha said, give this to the people to eat. His attendant protested, I cannot set this before a hundred people. Still he insisted, give it to the people to eat. For this is the word of the Lord. They will eat and there will be some left over. So he set it before them and they ate and had some left over as the Lord had said. 
Our second reading is from the New Testament, from John chapter 6, reading from verse 1 to 21. Sometime later, Jesus withdrew to the farther shore of the Sea of Galilee, and a large crowd of people followed him, because they had seen the signs he performed in healing the sick. Jesus went up this hillside and sat down with his disciples. It was near the time of Passover, the great Jewish festival. Looking up and seeing the large crowd coming towards him, Jesus said to Philip, Where are we to buy the bread to feed these people? He said this to test him. Jesus himself knew what he meant to do. Philip replied, We would need 200 denarii to buy enough bread for for each of them to have a little. One of his disciples, Andrew, the brother of Simon Peter, said to him, There is a boy here who has five barley loaves and two fish, but what is that among so many? Jesus said, Make the people sit down. There was plenty of grass there, so the men sat down, about 5,000 of them. Then Jesus took the loaves, gave thanks, and distributed them to the people as they sat there. They did the same with the fish and they had as much as they wanted. When everyone had gathered enough, had had enough, he said to his disciples, gather up the pieces left over so that nothing is wasted. They gathered them up and filled 12 baskets with the pieces of five barley loaves that were left uneaten. When the people saw the sign Jesus had performed, the word went round, surely this must be the prophet who was to come into the world. Jesus, Jesus, realizing that they meant to come and seize him to proclaim him king, withdrew again to the hills by himself. At nightfall, his disciples went down to the sea and set off by boat to cross the Capernaum. Though darkness had fallen, Jesus had not yet joined them. A strong wind was blowing and the sea grew rough. When they had rowed about three or four miles, they saw Jesus walking in the sea and approaching the boat. They were terrified, but he called out, It is I, do not be afraid. With that, they were ready to take him on board, and immediately the boat reached the land they were making for. Amen. And may God add his blessing to these readings from his holy words. Thank you, Stephen. Our next item of praise will be sung by the choir. It's from Mission Praise 411, Let There Be Love Shared Among Us.
I decided to come up here at this point because I was aware that you can probably see better if I'm here. So our gospel reading today was the well-loved story of the feeding of the 5,000. The five loaves and two fishes blessed and shared generously amongst the crowds. And part of the message that we're exploring today is, we bring, God multiplies, all receive whoever they are. As Andrew said, here is a boy with five small barley loaves and two small fish, but how far will they go amongst so many? So I invite you to look at your hands. Most of us have two hands. And these two hands are a reminder of the two fish. Maybe you'd like to make your hands wiggle like fish swimming. Maybe you'd not. You can choose. I don't mind. Two fishes. Two fishes. Now, look at the fingers of one hand. One, two, three, four, five. So five fingers are a reminder of the five small loaves. Finger rolls, perhaps. I know that might have seemed a little childish, but it it allowed us maybe to do something a wee bit active in worship, but there is something more for us to think about. And it's this question, what are your loaves and fishes? That wee boy, that wee boy brought his loaves and fishes, his entire lunch to Jesus. Each one of us sitting here, we each have something that we can offer to God. What can you bring? What could you do with your five fingers and your two hands? What five things might your fingers remind you to give thanks for? The roof over your head? Sufficient food? Clean water to drink? The freedom to worship? A good education? We can go on, I'm sure. But think of that. Think of your five fingers and five things that we can give thanks for. And then look at your two hands. What two things might your hands remind you to do? To help or feed or support or care for others? It could be buying an extra item of food to put into the basket for the food bank. It could be saying to a neighbour, do you need some shopping brought in? There's lots of things that we can use our hands to do to support and help others and everything that we do to help and support others helps share the love of God and the good news of Jesus Christ and as we continue to move out of lockdown as we consider how we work together in St George's to share the gospel to share the good news of Jesus Christ there will be plenty of opportunities Plenty of opportunities for us all to serve God and to share his generous love. So let's remember the generosity of the wee boy. The faith that Andrew placed in Jesus and the love that Jesus showed. So let's pray. 
Lord God, we thank you for all that you provide for us in so many ways. May our five fingers and two hands remind us of how you took a little and multiplied it for the benefit of so many and encourage us to give what we can. By the power of your spirit, take what we offer and make it so much more. Help us to provide food, care and support in your name. Help us to be bold in our expectations of what you can do with and through us, that all may be satisfied. In Jesus' name, amen. We worship God in, and I've got it down as 504, but somebody said to me, they thought, it, no, it is 504. Two little fishes, five loaves of bread. Hymn number 504, and we can stand and sing with our masks on. Five loaves of bread, five thousand people by Jesus were fed. This is what happened. Gladly gave Jesus all that he had. All that I have, all that I have, I will give Jesus all. One lonely widow, two points of small. Jesus was watching when she gave her all. And Jesus said, as his heart did glad, that she had given all that he had. All that I there's so many things to remember to do take the mask off put it back on and most importantly try and remember and switch the microphone off when i'm singing Please, if I start to sing with it on, wave at me, please. I'd like us to think about sharing God's gifts. Next week, we are worshipping in the Outreach Centre, followed by the Big Picnic. Because of COVID and all the restrictions, we're asked to provide our own food. As a church, we cannot do what we would most like to do, which is share food. So much of this past year or so has been difficult. We've not been able to hug. We've not been able to sit around a table freely and share food and share conversations because table fellowship is so much part of our lives. And for me, after almost a year and a half of not sharing fellowship after worship, apart from the wee sneaky conversations that go on on the way out, which is all good, it will be so good to be able to do so next Sunday. For as human beings, we enjoy being together. 
Throughout the Bible, we hear so much of shared meals. We hear of Jesus being criticised for sitting at the table with tax collectors and sinners. The first recorded miracle, the first recorded miracle was at a wedding. And while the Old Testament reading that we've heard this morning is not so familiar, the Gospels feeding of the 5,000 is such a familiar story. It brings us a story, a miracle that we've heard since probably we were knee-high to a grasshopper. And we can imagine being there. We can imagine being there as part of the crowd, perhaps. Or maybe we see ourselves as the wee boy or as Andrew. I don't know. But several characters play their part. And there is an outcome, an outcome that we can either see as miraculous or as a stirring of human conscious, conscience. I suppose it's not surprising that in the 21st century world, we seek to find a rational, logical explanation for miracles. And I have heard it suggested that once the wee laddie offered to share his meagre picnic, other people around him felt moved or shamed into doing likewise. But then again, did Jesus multiply the food? Either way, it all started with a boy who was bold enough to approach adults who had a problem, to dare to suggest a solution. Not one of the disciples, not one of the 5,000 men who were sitting there and dear knows how many other women and children were there, but this one wee boy. And good ideas, commitment, faith can come from the least expected person. In this case, it was the wee boy who offered to share his picnic. And this feeding of the 5,000 illustrates just how God wants to receive whatever we bring to him. Whatever we bring to him. And that everyone can make a contribution because nothing is too little to offer. Even our smallest effort will be multiplied by God so that all can be received and satisfied. God, well, God wants to take whatever we offer and then he will multiply it. Think about that. So often we put ourselves down. We say, I couldn't do that or nothing I do will make a difference. Is that how we think of ourselves? Because it's certainly not how God sees us. God takes whatever we offer and uses it. Maybe we're like the wee boy with his picnic, his packed lunch. Maybe feeling too young and insignificant to expect to be noticed, yet itching to help. Maybe we're approaching the other end of the age spectrum and feel that we're getting too old. Let's leave it to the younger folks. Or maybe we're like Andrew, the hesitant disciple, wondering why on earth did I open my mouth to say, let's feed all these with this little. But Andrew, Andrew said it anyway. He said it to Jesus and Jesus took it forward. Or maybe you re relate to Elisha from the Old Testament reading. Elisha who was given too much food for himself, but not enough for his followers. I wonder what we would have done. What would you have done? Would you have saved it for your journey? Would you have rationed it out to make it last? Elisha, well, Elisha shared it. 
and God multiplied it. The wee boy and Elisha, they gave all that they had. They gave all that they had. And to give all that we have wholeheartedly requires faith. And in a way, it requires faith that we will still have what we need. For when we trust God for our daily bread every day, then we can be generous with today's bread. For God will, in his generous love, provide for tomorrow. Remember when we pray the Lord's Prayer, we pray, give us this day our daily bread. And as the psalmist said, he provides food in due season. And Paul assures the Ephesians that if their lives are rooted in love, then they will be filled with all the fullness of God. For we're talking about so much more than food. It's about much more than just the bread. The bread, well, the bread is symbolic of our needs. Something we need to live. But the little boy, that little boy offers all that he has. Andrew, if you like, acts as the go-between. He took it to Jesus and Jesus accepts the boy's gifts. And then when Jesus takes the little boy's loaves and fishes, he gives thanks to God. Jesus gave thanks. He gave thanks and then, then he shared the food. He shared those five loaves and two fishes and fed 5,000 men plus women and children. And there were basketfuls left over. When we're consciously thankful for what we have, we can realise how richly abundant are our lives and be liberated to share more freely. Giving in God's economy is not by some financial calculation, but from the spontaneous desire to let God multiply it so all may receive enough. God gives generously. Gifts are made, gifts are received. And so on those occasions when we're on the receiving end of another's giving, can we acknowledge God's blessings with gratitude? For sometimes I think we find it harder to receive than to give. So remember your fingers, five fingers. What five things can we give thanks for? What blessings have we received? And the hope is that we who have received blessings will share them with others. What has God given you that he will multiply if you share it? What can your two hands do? What can your two hands do? For there is work to be done. So let us give thanks for what we have received and let us be prepared to share with others. For what we offer, God will take God will multiply and God will use. He will use it to benefit others. Amen. Let's dedicate ourselves in hymn 505. All that I am, all that I do, all that I'll ever have, I offer now to you. Hymn 505.
And now let's bring to God our prayers of thanksgiving and our prayers for others. Let's pray. We give you thanks, Lord, that although like the first disciples, we feel confused and inadequate, you equip us with the resources to share your abundance with all in need. Help us to trust your promise to uphold and stay close to us and grant us the courage and the confidence to proclaim the gospel of your truth and your love in all places and to all people. As we make our offerings, help us to be like the little boy, to be generous in what we offer, our money, our time and our talents. Lord, take what we offer, bless our offerings, and use them as you will to share your love. Lord, what you can do with so little, yet many of us feel our contributions to be so meagre. We lift up, Lord, all who feel they have nothing worth bringing to your table. We think of the broken in mind, body and spirit, broken by ill health, broken by bereavement, divorce or separation those broken by poverty, redundancy or bankruptcy. In a moment of silence, we pray for individuals. Lord, we offer you our prayers for the broken. Take, touch, Bless. 
Lord, you multiplied the loaves and fishes, producing a big lunch for thousands. We bring before you those supplying our loaves and fishes today. We pray for fishermen struggling to maintain their livelihoods. We lift up all farmers and the harvest of crops. We think of the effect of climate change, which, if nothing alters, will mean major adaptations for farmers in how and what they can farm. Many places are experiencing the effects of climate change now. We think of our own high temperatures of late and the unprecedented high temperatures in Canada, the wildfires in America, the floods in Western Europe. All these destroy lives and livelihoods. We lift before you all those affected. Lord, we offer you our prayers for fishermen and farmers, all those involved in the food chain, the lorry drivers, the supermarket staff, and the effect of climate change on the world. Take, touch, bless. Lord, you feed your hungry people in more ways than one. During these past months, many ordinary people whose businesses were closed stepped up to feed others within their communities. We pray now for your hand on the recovery of all businesses, particularly those in hospitality. May our high streets and communities flourish once more. Many charities have found donations dwindling. Lord, multiply what little they have. And we don't just mean the black plastic bags dumped in doorways. We mean the monetary gifts that support the work of charities. Lord, we offer you our prayers for all businesses and charities in need of your blessing. Take, touch, bless. Lord, we pray for your church. We pray that all in leadership will be guided by godly wisdom at all times. As the ban on singing in church has been lifted, we pray that people who found church on the web during lockdown will want to come and experience the fellowship of services with voices lifted in praise and worship. But however people attend church, whether it be walking through the door or via social media, we pray that your church will be always welcoming, offering warm hospitality to those who are seeking. Lord, we offer you our prayers for the church, for your people of all ages. Take, touch, bless. We pray in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Before we sing our final hymn, just a wee reminder on your way out, if you would mind just leaving the hymn books in the pews. So we close this morning's service of worship with hymn 500, Lord of creation, to you be all praise, hymn 500.
Leave this place undaunted by the world and all its needs, unafraid of the God who sends you out in service, unashamed of the Saviour who calls you to discipleship, uninhibited by your own limitations through the power of God's Spirit and the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit be with you and all those whom you love this day and forevermore. Thank you.